when we're going to talk about today, it's like walking. Your left foot is learning. Your right foot is doing. How many of you walk around by hopping on one foot all over the place? None of you. You walk left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. So as we go through these concepts, because they're going to sound really simple, it's learning it and then applying it, learning it and applying it. That's what's going to create learning for you. Welcome to the No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents podcast. Working as a real estate agent can be incredibly rewarding and fulfilling, but it can also be frustrating if you aren't making the money you deserve. So if you're ready to end the stressful cycle of working hard for no results, then get started with a proven step-by-step -step system so that every month is No Broke Months. Jesse Zagorski is a broker associate live. Love. San Diego homes in the greater San Diego area. He's also a national sales trainer and speaker. He's appeared at the NR annual conference, Inman, and other events, in addition of being a faculty member of Club Wealth. Jesse has facilitated many of their top-tier masterminds and is the MC of their business strategy mastermind and listing agent bootcamp. In this top industry leader mastermind episode, Jesse will discuss how all business is conversation. My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the No Broke Months podcast, which is a show for real estate agents to help you have no broke months. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy the show. So guys, what we're talking about is uh, Dan and I are nerds when it comes to sales training. Our topic today, all business is conversation. And this ties into when I said that Dan and I are sales nerds, we have both studied something called NLP for a very long time. NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. Raise your hand if anyone's ever heard of that. Dorothy got two thumbs up, Aaron, awesome. So today is not an NLP lesson. I'm actually gonna keep it a much higher level because it's, it's but, but we know this NLP stuff. And so when you talk about getting people to engage, to draw them in, reading body language. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, I'm going to start with uh, a reference to what Dan just said because this is nothing to do with today's topic, but I think it'll help you open your, open your minds to be receptive to new things. I want to do a little poll. So I wanted your, your, your cameras on. If, you, if your camera is not on, we're going to do it with a one, typing a number one in the chat box. Ready? So I want to ask you a question. You guys have, you know, things you do in your life. Sometimes they go well. Sometimes they don't go well. Right? What do you, what do you think teaches you more when you win or when you lose, when you fail? Which one teaches you more? All right, you guys are my people. You already know this one. When we're going to talk about today, it's like walking. Okay? Your left foot is learning, your right foot is doing. Your left foot is learning, your right foot is doing. How many of you walk around by hopping on one foot all over the place? None of you. You walk left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. So as we go through these concepts, because they're going to sound really simple, it's learning it and then applying it, learning it and applying it. That's what's going to create learning for you. But some of you throughout your business, and I don't know you personally, I'm not directing this to anyone, but some of you guys are hopping around on one foot in your real estate business and you're wondering why you're not getting there faster, right? Because you're literally just like, oh, oh. Okay, so all business is conversation. Write that down. My training could literally end if you would understand what I mean by that, right? All business is conversation. I want you to consider the last buyer you worked with if you work with buyers. I really want to ask Matthew, who's your realtor? That's what his background says. Who's your realtor, Matthew? Anyway, but those of you that were, I'm kidding. Those of you who work with, the, with, 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 sell, with sellers, the last listing that you have, the last listing that came from, think about where that interaction started. Was it a lead that you purchased? Was it a referral from someone you knew? Right? Trace the source in your mind, maybe the last couple. 
my guess is if we really looked at where it came in from, whether it's a lead you purchased, someone that you generated, you talked talk to a FISBO and expired, whether it's someone with sphere of influence gave you a referral, it actually started with a conversation. This is why I say all business is conversation. It literally is that simple. And so at its core, if we want to increase our business, sell more homes, have no broke months, right? Sell more, have more listings, rep more buyers, it needs to be getting into more conversations. And this is not just a quantity thing. This is not me telling you, just go talk to a bunch of people. I will make it more specific, but I want to make sure we're foundationally. If you had more conversations, even if your skills were awful, even if you had no idea what you're doing, maybe some of you here, you're like a brand new realtor. If you talk to enough people, you'd probably sell some houses. Agreed? But what we want to do is to figure out ways to kind of focus those conversations to give you a little additional value so that it's not just needing to talk to thousands. However, quantity, write this down. Quantity solves all problems. Quantity solves all problems. So I will give you tools to be more efficient. I'm an efficiency guy. I've been obsessed with lead conversion, getting more efficient with it for years. I've been in real estate 20 years. My background doesn't really matter, but just to give you a little frame of reference so that you, you know why you're listening to me. I'm not just some random homeless guy that Dan found that could borrow a laptop and give you some tips. Like I, I, I've, I've been real estate for 20 years. Dorothy said, Dorothy, you want a homeless? Dorothy's like, thumbs down. You want, you want me to be a homeless guy? Okay. I was sleeping outside last night and I borrowed this laptop and I thought I'd make up some stuff about sales. No, I, I've, run, I've run sales teams for 15 years. I owned a brokerage in San Diego. My business partner has been my mother for my entire career. I'm very, very blessed. I'm a, I'm a mama's boy. Very blessed to work with my mom all these years. And uh, when, my, when my mom and I had a sales team, so I, I've, I've done this myself, but before I had a team, I worked with buyers. I worked with sellers. I was an ISA. I set appointments for other people. And all throughout this, I had a team as small as four people. I had 21 agents on my team at one point, selling you know, hundreds of homes a year. And all throughout this, it wasn't until, honestly, six months ago when a mentor pointed out to me that all business is conversation. Every one of those homes you sold, every one of those things came from conversation. And so I would challenge you, even if you don't pay attention to anything after this, if you just are looking for ways to jumpstart your 2024. You don't have to raise your hand for this one. Just, just blink your eyes three times. If you're like, I could use a little boost of my business. Last year was not the best. 2024 is okay. <laughs> I'm seeing heads nodding vigorously. You just blink your eyes, okay? So if you really want to do this, think about how many conversations you had over the last month of 2023, December. Maybe you're like, Jesse, I was on vacation. I know, that's my point. But maybe before that, maybe you go back to November, right? And you're like, how many conversations did you really have? And if you learn nothing else, but you just figure out a way to have more conversations. What if you went out and you started talking to 10 new people a day? And I don't mean buying leads or selling leads. I don't care what source they come from. People in your sphere will give you some, you know, they could be leads that you bought. They could be expires and FISBOs, whatever the source is. If you had 10 new conversations a day, right? That would be 50 conversations in a week. You do that for four weeks, you'd have 200 new conversations. For some of you, that might be more than you did in the entire last six months of the year, right? For some of you, you're like, no, I'm already doing that, man. Cool. Then we got to make you more efficient. Maybe you go out and you're really like back against the wall. I don't know if we have any single parents here. I love single income parents because like they have no option to fail. They have to make this work. So they will go out and they will go do 20, 30, 40 conversations, hundred conversations, like in a short period of time. That's how you, if you took a bottle of soda, I mean, I haven't, I haven't drank soda in years, but if you took like a glass bottle of soda and you, actually no, let's do honey. I like honey. That's, that's a, that's a better one for me. I'll give you the soda analogy later. Honey, if you took honey and you got a funnel and you wanted to fill up a jar full of honey, has anyone ever tried to do this, by the way? Honey is like this 
thick, sticky stuff. If you've never done it, just picture it. I've got a got a bottle of honey here, big one of those big bear looking, and I've got a little bit cute cartoon bear in it. I've got this jar and I got a funnel. And my goal is to fill up this bottle. Let's say the honey, it's like your, your transactions. It starts with conversations, but it's like, and, and we're trying to put just like a little drop into the funnel. Drop. And then we wait for it to trickle down. And then we come back, maybe a day later, a week later, put another drop in. And we come back, and every so often we put a drop in, drop, drop. And, and we come back, we look at the jar, and it's still mostly empty. We're like, why is the jar empty? Anyone know what happens to honey when you just leave a couple drops out there? It gets crusty and yucky, and like, you don't want to eat that stuff. I have two little kids, believe me, we got honey stuck everywhere. So if you took the honey and you went, and you squeezed it in, and you made enough so gravity would actually start to pull it down, and you're like, you just keep squeezing, squeeze, 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 and honey started to really like, you could fill up the jar a lot faster. Does that make sense, guys? That's the visual I want you to keep in mind as we go through this conversation about conversations because quantity really does solve all problems. Instead of having one a week or two a week, the more you can have in a short period of time starts to create that, that momentum. So what are ways that we could, I'm going to teach you the power of 15 minutes because every one of you on here has a 15-minute block in your week at least once, probably more than once, that you are not using to its full potential. Maybe you're sitting waiting for your car at the mechanic, the car wash. Maybe you're waiting for kids to be picked up at school. Maybe you're early for an appointment. You're late somewhere else. Raise your hand if you're like, I guarantee I have 15 minutes I'm not using somewhere. Anybody acknowledge that? Drop a one in the chat box. Your camera's off, right? I want to make sure. This is like, yeah, most of you. Okay, most of your hands up. So what can you do in 15 minutes? If we want to start conversations, because if all business is conversation, what's the first step? It's going to sound really obvious starting a conversation, right? What's the best script, Dan? I'm going to ask you because there's no right or wrong answer here. I've got my, I got my answer. We're, we're going to go around a few of you guys. I want, I, want to, I want you to think about it. I'm going to call a few of you. What is the absolute best script for starting a conversation with a potential buyer or seller? Dorothy's already ready. Dan, you want to go first? You want Dorothy to go first? She unmuted herself. Diana's got one. Who, who, who wants to start? Diana, you want to start? Go, Diana. Hello. Dan. Go ahead, Hello. Diana. Yep. Hello. Hello. That's my that's my personal favorite. I was gonna do a different one. I was gonna do hi. 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 That hi. was gonna be mine. Howdy. Your, howdy. Howdy. Okay. You guys are spot on. Like most agents overthink this so dramatically. When we're talking about starting a conversation, it literally could be as simple as hi. Okay, this is what we did the other day. And raise your hand if you've ever gotten a referral or done a deal with a past client, a referral from a past client or done a deal from your sphere. Someone, someone like sent you a deal. And raise your hand if you like you've done a deal from your sphere, past clients, referrals. Not enough, you guys. Okay. Most agents, you know where they're, but those, thank you, put your hands on. You know, you know where, you know where most people get their first transaction from when they join real estate? Someone they know, right? That's their, mo their mother. Their mother, their father, relative, somebody who's like, I mean, unless they're in business with their mother, unless right. they're a mama's boy. Exactly. So someone who feels guilt, so not guilty, but like someone feels for you, like you're a brand new agent. Let me, let me get my cousin wants to buy a house. Let me talk, let me introduce my cousin, right? You guys agree with that? That's where the first one comes from. And I know that in the CPI community, Dan teaches a bunch of strategies. So this is not about where they're coming from because that's going to depend on your specific business goals, your budget, your personality. Dan, I know I've been on trainings where he will walk you through. So the sources I'm not, I'm not worried about. But we're, we're still going to talk about starting conversations. Let's take your past clients in your sphere, because most of you have people in your past clients in sphere. Even if you are brand new in a city where you know nobody, 
you could build a sphere so quickly if you wanted to, and it takes $0. That's why I like starting with this. And if you do this correctly, you'll start generating enough business that you can take that budget and then go buy leads, create funnels and ads, which can help you scale faster. But I start here because a lot of people, this is like, they want free, this is free. So we're going to go out, we're going to take the people we know. And by sphere, what my definition is, anyone who could potentially either buy or sell a house with you or refer you someone who could buy or sell a house for you. When I say the definition of that broad terms, can most of you just, if I sat you down in a blank room with white walls, with a desk and a pen and nothing else, maybe a cell phone, maybe a connection to Facebook, but you can't browse Facebook. You can just like look at the names there. How many of you could look through your cell phone, your email, your Facebook, and make a list of like 200 people in probably like an hour? Just, just write down the names, not, not whether they would do it or not, but just they could potentially either do business with you or write down or, or send you someone. How many, how many of you guys raise your hand? You're like, I could write down maybe two hours it could take me. Okay. Now keep your hand up if you already have those people organized in a database. Awesome. This is not a training for that today. Dan's got other trainings on that. This is not, I just want to, I just want to make, let sure you know, because if I'm going to tell you to start conversations, you're going to be like, who do I talk to? Literally, it could be that simple. If it's for sale by owners and you have a list there, expireds, leads you've purchased, you already have lists in all these places. You're going to pick up your phone. All right, you're going to pick up your phone. And in a 15-minute period, you're going to set a timer for yourself. I did this with a group of people the other day. We had 97 people on a Zoom. I'm not going to do it today. We don't have enough time. I don't have enough buy-in for you yet because you got to have good rapport for people to actually like trust you to get into action. But I literally, I, I got great reports, part of my crew. They see me a lot. And I, and I didn't tell them what we're going to do. And I said, get out your phones. I said, we're going to set a timer. We're going to have a little conversation blitz. And Dan, you may want to do this later to show people the power of what they can do in 15 minutes. But for 15 minutes, all we did was send text messages, DMs, emails, or video text messages. Write those down, guys. Video text. This is your options. Video text message, actual text message, DMs on any of the social platforms, because you can't send more than like 10 on any platform on Facebook or Instagram or else it starts to like throttle you and it won't let you send more, right? And emails. All of those are conversation starters, maybe LinkedIn even right? I find email for, for residential real estate to be probably the, the worst version of a conversation starter, but I throw it out there because some of you guys are so scared to talk to anybody that I'll even give you the out of an email because it's better than nothing. But for most of you, you can send a text message. For some of you, when I say video text, you cringe, you have a little pucker somewhere, You're like, right? Okay. If you don't like video text, that's okay. We'll baby step you into it. But video texts are, video texts are wildly impactful for starting conversations with your sphere because they already know you and like you, right? And when I say start a conversation, we're going to come with no agenda, not to get referrals, not to start business. We have no agenda other than to start a conversation. And sometimes we're not even looking for a response. We're literally warming up our list in preparation for the next time we're looking for a response. So I had everyone on this call. We had 97 people in 15 minutes, and I gave them a very basic message because it was last week, right after New Year's. By the way, still close enough to New Year's to do this one. And the message, the text message said, I could probably pull it up if you want to see it, but it says, hey, was just scrolling through my phone and saw your name. It made me smile. Wanted to say happy New Year's. Send. If any of you on this call got a text like that that said, hey, I just scrolled through Facebook, saw, saw, saw you popped up, made me smile. Just want to say happy New Year's. How many of you would say, screw you, you dirtbag? None of you. You'd be like, cool, that was nice. Because we're talking to people that you have some sort of loose connection with. Even if you didn't know me at all, you'd still be like, I have no idea who this is, but that's nice. 
You might be a little suspicious if you don't know me at all, which is why if it's a cold list, we may change the messaging just a little bit and keep it less like, you're not going to tell a stranger you made, made you smile. That's more, almost stalker status, right? So you got to think through that part where like, know who you're sending it to. All right. So be a cool person, like, like be socially aware of what you're sending. But when people start to respond to you in this 15 minute period, I do not want you to respond back because you're focused on starting conversations. When the 15 minute ends, game on, you can respond to everybody. But if you focus for 15 minutes with no other distractions, stop checking your email, stop doing your laundry, whatever else you're doing at home. I have no idea, no one here is doing laundry, but whatever I can see you guys doing, like focus, like truly give me your attention and then put your attention into the world. If you're sending video text messages, you could send at least 10 of them in 15 minutes, probably more. If you're doing text-based messages, you probably do 20 of them. If you already had your list together, because you're just kidding. You could literally just send hello, 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 hello if you wanted. If I were to pay you $500 for every conversation you started, how many could you start in 15 minutes? Excuse me for interrupting my own show. You are freaking amazing. And because you're amazing, I'm going to ask for a quick favor. We'll just take you 30 seconds for you to leave a favorable five-star rating or review on your favorite platform. Then what I'll do is I'll enter you into a raffle where we can meet 45 minutes for a free coaching session. And I'll also give you a copy of the book, Real Estate Evolution, which is the 10 step guide to CPI, consistent and predictable income. Oh, by the way, I'm the author of that book. So if you'd like for me to coach you, give you some nuggets and help you in your business, go ahead and leave a review and you can enter into the monthly raffle to win. I already know from human nature, most of you will not do this on your own because it's just, it's, it, it just is, it's just life, right? You know, it's good for you, but you don't do it. It's like, well, why, why look at our fitness in this country. Look at all these sort of things. I'm not judging you. There's no judgment, but some of you will take it on. You'll do it on your own. Awesome. Right. But there's safety in numbers. If you do it in a group on the CPI community, you schedule a timer, like we're going to have a conversation blitz and you show up with your list. And for 15 minutes, DM goes, all right, guys, get your phone out. You might surprise you. Maybe he doesn't have a little countdown clock puts on the screen and says conversation blitz. How many of you would be a lot more likely to do it if you were here on the call like this? Right? Most of you. And so then it repeats and every time you do it. And so if you can get a hundred conversations going back and forth, I don't care what you're selling because they, they don't have to be in real time. That's the cool thing about it. You send off a message. Maybe they respond back right away. Maybe it's hours. If you are one of those super fast responders to text messages. How many of you guys are like, I pride myself on being an immediate responder. Diana's like me. Matthew's like me. Jade, I got to give you a little warning. Take a sip of water. During this 15-minute period, as you start to see inbound responses coming back, you are going to start to sweat and get a little twitchy that I'm not allowing you to respond. But I'm going to tell you right now, it will be okay to wait 15 minutes. It will be okay. If you really can't, get a cut and paste message, write this down. You're going to cut and paste something back as they show up Frankly, you can wait 15 minutes and send this, but say, hey, uh, let me pull this up, actually. It, the, the basic wording, you can edit this, but it's like, hey, I'm actually in the middle of something. I, I, you just popped in my head, and I, I want to, but as soon as this is done, I'll, I'll, shoot, I'll shoot you a longer message. Something like that, to acknowledge they, they, they responded back to you. You're going to acknowledge the message. Hey, th thanks for the quick reply. I'm actually in the middle of something, but as soon as I wrap up here, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you back. Does that make sense, guys? So those of you who are twitchy, you're like, but they responded to me. I can't not respond back. Cool. Just shoot them a quick cut and paste and then keep going. 15 minute ends, you're going to respond to their message. If you want a response back, 
ask them a question that ends in what punctuation mark do we use for questions in, in America, in English language? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller looks like it's actually from the Egyptians. It's a symbol of like a cat's tail. Diana, do you know it? Question mark? Question mark. That was a trick question. It does, by the way, come from the Egyptian. Uh, they used to worship cats and they thought the cat's tail and the little dot, you know, the dot is in the back of a cat. They thought that looked like a question mark. Anyway, that's where question marks come from. Uh, so I've been told. So if you want a response, your text message should end with a question mark. If you don't want a response, end it with a period. Someone may still respond, but some of you guys write questions and then you put some other garbage after it. You're like, you got big plans for 2024, question mark? Blank, line, blank, line. I'm about to go out skiing. It's going to be so fun, period. And then you wonder why people don't respond to you. You did it in the opposite way, right? Someone's like, whoa, Diana, so good to hear from you. What's going on in your world? And you go, man, I'm about to go skiing with the kids. It'll be so fun, period. Leave a blank line, maybe two blank lines, and then say, you got any big plans for 2024? Question mark. That's how you do a conversation. Most of you know this, but I feel like I just want to, it's the basics, okay? So when they respond back, Again, it doesn't need to be in real time. I've been having conversations with people and I do this for buyers, for sellers, for, I, for attracting agents, for recruitment, like whatever you're doing it with, it's all the same. You let it breathe. You go back and forth if you're available a couple of times, bop, bop, bop. They send a message, you send a message. They send a message, you send a message. And then you just let it breathe, either organically because you were busy doing something else or because you just were like, it's time to let it breathe, right? And you let this go back and forth depending on the nature of how influential they are or how busy they are if they look up to you, if they look down to you, right? And you're going to feel this out for how quick or slow you take the cadence. That's the speed of the conversation. But at some point, you're going to pivot it to business, right? And the pivot, it depends on, on who they are, if they're your sphere, right? The pivot could be something as, as simple as like, hey, I just got off, you know, since we've been talking back and forth, and maybe it's someone you talk to all the time. This is like, I'm thinking of someone in your sphere. Can everyone think of someone they talk to maybe twice a year? Like, like, you know, if you've known him for years, but you only talk to him every so often, everyone got a person like that. Let's take that use case. Because everyone's got a few of those, right? You go back and forth, you warm it up a week or two, a couple weeks, and you shoot him a message and you're like, hey, you know, since we've been talking, I just, this random thing has popped in my head. <laughs> I'm part of a challenge right now and zero pressure for me whatsoever. But my coach has challenged me to go serve three buyers or sellers by the end of the month, just to go meet them. Like if you bump into anyone who's looking to buy or sell real estate, could you send them my way? That's a very direct, a very direct invitation. For some of you that felt very awkward, you're like, I would never say that. Cool, don't say it. But for those of you who are super direct, I'm giving you an option. Those of you who are more indirect, right? Right. As you talk to someone back and forth, you just want to work into the conversation some way, somehow, that you are an agent, that you sell houses. And I don't mean by saying like, by the way, do you know what I got an award? I'm number one in my market because that's, that's just lame, right? But I mean, you can reference in your day. You're like, oh, hey, I got to run. I'm about to go meet a buyer to go show some houses. Can I hit you back later? Right. You see, I'm just kind of work that in the conversation to be like, oh, yeah, you are in real estate. And then it comes up because everyone always asks you, this is where I need a little participation. As soon as someone knows you're a realtor or remembers you're a realtor, what is the question after you talk long enough, they're probably going to ask you? How's the market? Thank you, Dorothy. Everyone else agree? How's the market? Even if they could care less, even if they just like, they just, I don't know if it's a script they hand out to like people that when you meet a realtor, you're supposed to ask them how the market is. I, like you literally be like, how's the market? And you open your mouth and you realize they, like they zoned out immediately. They're like, you don't actually care how the market is. Okay. So read your audience when they ask you that. That is not, that is not permission to like vomit statistics on them. How's the market? Oh, well, let me tell you last month, there was 470 homes that closed in a three mile radius from your house. Price appreciation went 3.42%. They're like, 
no, no, I just meant like, it's warm outside. Like, how's the market? Like, that was like, they're being polite. But again, be a cool person, just demonstrate this. But as you go through this, when they ask how the market is, now we can start to guide the conversation. This is where your skill set kicks in. The better your skills get, the more seamlessly you can bring it to business and find those opportunities because they're all around you of people who want to buy and sell, but they forgot to do it until they started talking to you and you reminded them, or they know someone else who's going to buy or sell. But the opportunities are everywhere. And the more you're in conversation, the more you will spot them. And I can teach you more techniques later. So can Dan to spot those opportunities or to pivot to them or with a script to use when you find an opportunity. But it all starts with conversation. If you don't get into conversation, you're never going to see the opportunities, period. The only thing I'll ask of any salesperson I ever talked to, because we're all salespeople here, there's three things you need to be successful. You got to be coachable. You guys have been great in this call, listening to what I'm saying. You got to be willing. That's the next step to go out and actually do this. And number three is you got to be hungry. I prefer if you're starving, right? Like truly, you want success? I want I want starving. But like, I'll even take people wanting a little snack. Whatever your goals are, I got no judgment. But like Dan's an incredible coach. And so he will help, he'll give you these strategies, but you have to do the work. You have to go out and actually start this. So st- you can, you don't need to come on any more calls. Go take that conversation blitz, go run with it. You want Dan to lead? Dan, are you open to leading a conversation blitz, a 15-minute conversation blitz sometimes? Absolutely. Thursday, CPI coaching corner for CPI community. Let's do it. There you go. We, we started 475 conversations in 15 minutes with my group. Because they didn't no, even you, did with more, you did more than that, Jesse. You did well, well, way more than that. Well, we probably did, but I was being conservative because I didn't even tell them yeah. the list. I literally was just like, grab your phone. Here's what we're doing. And so some people started five conversations, seven conversations, because they got distracted. They went into the loophole of Facebook and blah, right? Every time you do it, you'll get better. Do you guys want to know how to truly crush it in real estate? I mean, like, whatever your goals are, like, blow it out of the water. Matthew, you want to know how to blow your goals out of the water? Rashawn, Anna, you guys want to know how to do this? There's a secret. Like, very, very passed down to me from generation after generation of realtors. I'm, I'm making this up, by the way. Someone just told it to me recently, but, but I still love it. Write this down. Have you guys ever heard, like, how do you get, how do you succeed in anything? Don't quit. You guys heard that before? Do you think that's really true? Like, how many realtors do you know who have not quit for, like, 15 years and they're still broke? And they're still doing terrible, okay? The secret is not don't quit. Why is Dan the only one who laughed at that? You guys have never seen people who have been in real estate for a long time. You're like, you've been doing this this long? You are terrible at this. Come on, you guys have done deals with these people. I've done deals with them. I'm like, how do your clients hire you? You can't even, like, Respond to a text message about a converse, contract we're negotiating. You are awful at your job. Anyway, here's how you do it, really. And then, I, okay, I, I got to tell you this funny thing. This is just too funny. I called an agent the other day. I will tell you the secret. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna tease it for a little more. Called an agent the other day. I have a buyer. We, I, I still. I, I'm a sales coach, but I, but a trainer. But I, but I I work with buyers and sellers. Right. I have, I have a buyer, and they we submitted an offer on a property. It's a little lower. It's a mil- it was like a million seventy five. Million seventy five was the price, and we submitted the offer at nine fifty. So I get it. It's a lower offer. Property was super overpriced, so whatever. But that, we were, you know, wrote an offer, and and I called the guy, and he he wouldn't respond to my text for the three days before I submitted the offer. I finally just submitted it without talking to him because like whatever, I submit the offer. It, day and a half after I submitted, still getting no response from him. I finally get him on the phone, and I'm like, hey, so when are you guys going to respond to offers? He's like, probably Wednesday. This is early in the week. I'm like, oh, good. Do you, do you have do you have other offers submitted? He's like, oh, this, oh, this is this is actually I did talk to him before I submit the offer. I said, so we're thinking of writing an offer. Other than price, are there any other terms that are important? Do you guys know that script, by the way? Yeah. 
Some of you don't. Okay. By the way, do you know when you submit an offer, when you represent a buyer, that it's like poker, the more information you can get out of the other, the other opponent, the other player, the better you do. So I want the listing agent talking. So I'm going to call the listing agent. I'm going to say nice things. If they're bottom line, I get to it. And I have a little script I run and I'm going to say, Hey, other than price. Well, first of all, I say, are you, are you double ending the property? Do you have any buyers you're representing? Cause I won't ask hard questions. If you are like, truly, I'm, I'm okay with that. And those are like, no, no, I'm not double ending it. Like, cool. So, cause I want them to feel comfortable. Then I say, cool. So other than price, is there, is there anything else that's important in terms of terms? If I'm going to write an offer, I want to write a strong offer. What else is important? They'll start listing off terms, close of escrow inspections. I'm just getting them talking. Cause what happens when someone starts talking? They keep talking. They keep talking. So then I say, all right, so, so what, what price do we need to do? Give, bottom line, to make this work. And sometimes we'll be like, ah, yeah, you, you, you'd like to know that, wouldn't you? And sometimes they'll be like, you got to come in at 975. Like, they'll just tell you. I'm like, that makes it easy, right? You're like, you just told me a number. It's 50 grand lower than this price. You're, you're terrible at your job. Anyway, so this guy, uh, he, he doesn't tell me the prices, but that's fine. He just says price is super important. Client, client want, wants list price. So flip, they want list. I said, cool. Said, you've been listed since middle of December, December 15th. I know it was a slow time with Christmas. No, no judgment for me. Are you in negotiations with any offers right now? No, no offers. Okay. Have you presented any offers since you've been listed? No, no, no offers. Okay. So just so we're clear, you've been listed since December 15th. It's now early January. You have no offers presented, no offers. in the whole, Nope, no offers. Cool. Uh, if I submit an offer today, how quickly do you think you guys will respond? Uh, we're going to probably respond Wednesday. I said, cool. My, my client may come, come in a little low with their offer. Just give me a heads up. Um, do you think we'll get a counter if you come in low? Well, we're going to counter the top four offers. And that's, that's our procedure. And I paused and I said, you're going to counter the top four offers from the zero offers you currently have? I, I, I said that. And he literally was like, um, um, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll get you an offer. And that was it. This is my point of how bad people are at their job. I'm not judging this guy. I know that was a script he runs, but like, how are you going to claim to someone you're going to counter the top four when you haven't had an offer in 40 days? Like, anyway, so these, these agents are out there. You guys that are on this call, you're clearly better than that. That's why you're here, right? That's why you're here. So here's the wisdom handed down. I'm going to close the loop for you. We'll open up a Q&A. Wisdom handed down for you from generation. It's clearly not don't quit because that guy, I looked him up. He's been doing this for years. I'm like, really? Oh, well, you have, man? Anyway, the answer is, or the secret is don't quit and get a little better every day. You get the distinction? Don't quit and get a little better every day. You already know, 87% of all real estate agents fail in this business. And you also know, it doesn't have to be that way. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income, I invite for you to get your free copy of Real Estate Evolution, the 10-step guide to CPI, consistent and predictable income for real estate agents. And you can do so when you visit www.therealestateevolution.com. I'll share with you your book that I authored to show you the way. Thanks. have to make these giant leaps. Now, there's a whole book on it called The Slight Edge. Like, there's all sorts of people that are writing around this topic, but it's that, if you just keep that in front of you. And then the other thing I would have you write down, if we're, since we're writing down little tidbits for you, never quit on a bad day. Never quit on a bad day. And I, I'm not talking about like actually leaving real estate. That, that's most of you, some, maybe some of you are close to that, but most of you are like you're beyond that point. I just mean mentally quitting. 
right? I just mean like you're like giving up on like, dude, this lead source doesn't work. This 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 whole thing just never quit on a bad day. Because guess what happens if you do that? If it's going well, you keep going. If it's not going well, you learn, you pivot, you get better. You put those two together. That's how you create success in real estate. It's that simple. Isn't that cool? All right. What questions you guys got? We got like 10 minutes, right, Dan? 10 minutes. I'd love to hear your ahas, your comments, your feelings, your thoughts, your questions. What you got for Jesse? Well, a big thank you. And I can see why you guys are not only coach and student, but also good friends, because I can see that Jesse is an awesome coach. And I know that Dan is an awesome coach. And I thank you because I have learned so much being in Dan's class, even if it doesn't show yet. And I can, and it's okay. That's how you grow. I, I can claim I am brilliant in the classroom as a teacher. That's my gift. But I've had a lot to learn in other areas. And I think my best quality is I don't quit. Even when I think it would be smart to quit, I can't. I, I'm just not a quitter. And so I'm still here and I'm getting better. And my results are showing it. And Dan doesn't even know all my results yet. But I'm still learning. Dorothy, so. you're doing you're doing phenomenal. And remind me the next time we talk, I've got an idea for you. Okay. I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run an idea by, uh, by you. And you're doing freaking amazing. I do see the results. So keep it up. Thank you. I don't see the results. I see a little can I, sketchy. Dorothy, can I help can I help reframe that for you? Yeah. You're a teacher. Do you like to read? I read, yes. Perfect. Audiobooks, physical books. What what do you like to read? Both. Okay. I want you to get either it's a great audiobook, but I I I did the audiobook, but the physical book. You ever heard of a book called The Gap and the Gain? No. Okay. I want that to be your next book you read. Okay. Can I tell you why? No, yes. Okay. The expectations that you bring when you're out in the world doing business, your mindset matters more than almost anything. Watch this. How many of you agents on the screen that are here, Dorothy, put on put on gallery view for a minute so you can see everybody's hands here. Put on gallery view. I want you to see everybody. Where is it? Up in the upper right, if you're on, you're on a computer. Yep, yep, yep. It says view, click oh, on view, and select gallery. Okay, you got a little Brady Bunch boxes, everybody? We just got two people. I must ah. have done. I'm still learning. I'm still learning computer. Oh, good. Well, we'll 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 do. We'll have a. We'll, we'll type it in the chat box then. You guys will type in the chat box. We'll do it with. We'll type in the chat box instead. Okay. I do used to do this on stage with big audiences, so we're going to simulate it with a chat box. You have two factors that are going to determine your success as a real estate agent. You only get two. One of them is going to be skill set. Number one is skill set. By the way, skills I love a lot more than talent because talent is something you're born with. Very few salespeople have God-given talent. Most of it's skills. That skills is something you can learn and you can build. So I love that, right? So number one is your skill set. Number two, oh, Rishon's already guess, guessing. No, I'm going to tell you what the two things are, ready? So number one is skill set. Number two is your mindset. So Dorothy, did you see that? We just proved experienced agents, new agents, whoever's on here. I've done this, by the way, in an audience. I've spoken on stage to thousands of people, had them put their hands up. It's every time mindset. We know this intuitively. And so the reason why I want you to read this book, The Gap in the Game, is because the gap in the game addresses the mindset challenge that you're currently having. You just said twice in a short period of time, you're not seeing it yet. 
You're, no, it's not bad. There's no judge. I got no judgment, Dorothy. I want to give. I'm, I want to. I want to help guide you. And you said, by the way, I'm a coach. I I consider myself a trainer, but I guess sometimes I'm a coach. But I'm not a paid coach. You can't hire me, right? Like through our through Dan and I through our brokerage through our organization. That's who I coach and I train through our group. But but you can't hire me. I'm just I just do it because I love this. But um, for Dorothy, you said in a very short period of time. And if I don't know if anybody heard this, Aaron, did you hear Dorothy say this? Michelle, Veronica, did you hear Dorothy say this? She said, "You can't see my results yet, but it's coming. It's working, right?" But then she quickly disclaimed it was like, "I don't know." Like you could see the, the push and pull. You have an internal judgment of your own progress. Am I right there, Dorothy? She's nodding her head. Yes, she has an internal judgment, self criticism. We have a voice in our head, guys, and it's really loud for some of us. Some of you, it's like a quiet whisper because you've done good at drowning it out. But most of it's a loud, it's this loud voice. And it most of the time, it's not very nice. Sometimes it is. But most of the time, for most of us as human beings, whether it's our society, where it's wiring, I don't know where it comes from. I'm not trying to change it right now. I just want to make you aware of it. That voice is pretty self-critical, especially the top performers here. You are the most critical on yourself. If you've ever in your life had any sort of success, you are probably one of the more critical, self-critical people. So the gap in the gain is the easiest tool I know of. There's deeper tools we can do for deeper self-work, but The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan is a book that will help you refocus on the gain that you have made instead of the gap of what you were lacking. And you may want to listen to it twice because it's such a simple concept, but as you go through it, it's going to recalibrate you. She said three times, okay? If anyone else is experiencing the same thing as Dorothy, Go listen to this book. The next, the, you don't even get to the whole thing. By the time you're halfway in, you're like, oh, I get, I get it. And even when you hear me say it, you're like, oh, I think I get it. But you need to listen to the way he breaks it down. It's, you've listened to it, right, Dan? Oh, yeah. It's a great book. Yeah. All right. All right. What other questions? What other feelings? What are thoughts? What are ahas? What are you experiencing right now? What would you like, Jesse, to help us with? How many of you are already texting people? You're like, I just started on conversations already. All right. Can I, can I leave them with, with unless, if there's no other ahas or takeaways or questions, I'll get, I'll leave them with a homework assignment. That's easier than 15 minutes. And then anyone, anyone got another question, anything else? All right. So I like leaving, I like leaving assignments, by the way, Rashawn just said in the box, never quit mentally on a bad day. Don't quit. Just get better each day. That's it. That's it. Never quit on a bad day. Right. And then don't quit and just get a little better each day. That's the two things. So here, that's Rashawn's takeaway. I love that. Here is my homework assignment for you. Should you choose to accept it? You want to find a 15-minute block and do a conversation blitz? Great. This is even simpler because it's like it's very tactical. I want you starting today, tomorrow. You pick the day. What's the next day you guys are working? Is it today? Is it tomorrow? Like what, what? Like if, if the rest of your day is all blocked out and, and busy, don't do this. But like the next day that you, you can add in something that's super short and easy, I want you to take on the challenge of sending 10 video text messages to people who could either do business with you or refer you business. You're not going to say anything other than like, hey, I was just thinking about you. Just want to say hello. You don't have to send me a video back. I right? just want to say hi. You literally can tell them in the video, like use their first name so they know it's not cut and paste. But if you really want to go fast, you can cut and paste the same video. But I like to say like, like I would literally grab my phone, right? And I'd be like, Aaron, by the way, keep coming there because she's in the middle of my screen. I can see Aaron there and white background behind you with the cabinet. So that's why I keep coming, coming to you. I could use Angela, right? Or, or Raymark or whoever. I could be like, be like hey, Aaron. But you just popped into my head. I just want to say hi. I hope you're having an amazing day. Truly. Have a wonderful weekend. Happy Friday. No need to send me a video back. I know it's weird, but like I, I was in this class and this guy told me to send out video messages. So I, this is super awkward for me. I just want to at least try sending one. So have a good day. Bye. You can even acknowledge if you're nervous that you were nervous while sending it. Those of you who say I will never send a video text no matter what you tell me, fine. But I think you can all do it. And start with sending it to people who know and love you. 
like your parents, your brothers, your sisters, people are not going to judge you because the more you do it, the more often you'll, you'll get comfortable. And if you can do it one day, then take it on, do it the next day. And if you just start doing 10 video text messages a day, man, it will change your business. It's that simple because it's all because you're starting conversations. You're going to get responses, maybe not from all of them, but from some of them. You're going to Jesse, be Go ahead, Dan. Thank you so much. And here's what I heard Jesse say. I heard Jesse say that quantity solves all problems. All business is conversation. He talked about the power of 15 minutes. He talked about being coachable, being willing, and being hungry. But hey, we'd rather have starving than hungry. But we'll take a nibble if possible. He talked about don't quit and get a little bit better every single day. And if you do quit, make sure it's not a bad day that you do quit. So just don't quit. Until next time, I'm going to wish everybody to have the best day of your life. Be grateful, make good choices, go help somebody, and go find a listing. God bless you guys. Thanks so much for listening to the No Broke Months podcast today. Until the next show, I invite for you to be grateful, make good choices, help someone, have the best day of your life, and go find a listing. I'm very excited about uh, the conversation we're about to have. I want to introduce you to Dan Roshan, who is the owner and co-founder of uh, Greetings Virginia. I am so excited to introduce my next guest. Dan Roshan reads, he writes, he does improv. A frequent speaker and often quoted about the real estate market. I'm going to bring on a guy that is a winner. We had some really cool conversations before going live with this show. We have Dan Roshan. So I'm going to encourage for you to think big. I'm going to encourage you to think big and then multiply it by two and then take huge action because whatever you want you're only five years away from that